0: Do you like cards? Yeah, you know, poker, uno, a little bit of <laughs> asshole, shithead, you know, all the games. I'm not talking
2: about playing cards, Kristen. I'm talking about cards that can reveal the secrets of the universe. Like recipe cards. What goes no. in that meatloaf? No, not what goes what in goes meatloaf. in that hot dish? <laughs> no, I am. What am, am I going to make I'm for I'm talking desserts. about more mystical cards, you know, those secrets of the universe, the more ethereal secrets. Oh, God. You're talking about tarot cards. Yes, I am.
0: There is not a self-help book about tarot cards. Of course
2: there is a self-help book about tarot cards, Kristen. And we're going to live by it, aren't we? Why, yes, because I am Jalanta Greenberg. And I'm the long-suffering Kristen Meinzer. And this is By the Book.
0: Your life is going down the drain. You're in so much pain, so you need some help. Ooh, yes, some
2: self-help.
0: Each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. Today, our book is The
2: Wild Unknown Tarot Deck and Guidebook by Kim Kranz.
0: Kim Kranz is an artist, yogi, and author. Along with her husband, Arjun Miranda, Kim curates The Wild Unknown, an arts collective in Portland, Oregon that offers publications, artwork, music, and events to the public. Her work has been featured in New York Magazine, Nylon, Marie Claire, Teen Vogue, and loads of other places. Kranz says she first came to tarot during her own journey to alleviate anxiety. Since then, reading cards has become part of her mindfulness practice of meditation, visualization, and self-healing. In recent years, Kranz designed her own deck and guidebook featuring images inspired by nature that she could more easily relate to. This deck and book became the New York Times bestseller, The Wild Unknown, Tarot Deck and Guidebook. In the book, Kranz
2: explains that tarot cards are a tool for helping us to know ourselves better. By reading our cards, we can explore feelings around different issues. Kranz insists that even doubters can benefit from sitting down with a friend and using the cards as a springboard for talking about what's going on in their lives. As she sees it, you don't need to think that tarot cards can predict the future in order to learn from them. And while the tarot can be conflicting and confusing, Kranz assures her readers that anyone can start reading tarot cards. Our experiences of being alive are
0: all we need. Here's how you do it. Step one, build a relationship with the deck. Handle your cards kindly, and when you're not using them, store them in a special place. Practice shuffling them from one hand into the other and cutting your deck as Kranz shows us to do in the book. Spend time looking at the imagery on each card. Be aware of how each card makes you feel and try to remain open to positive energy, exploration, and fun. Step two, learn
2: the meanings of the cards. Cranes warns that this is the most overwhelming part of learning tarot. There are 78 cards in a deck. 56 of the cards have suits and make up what's called the minor arcana. The suits are wands, cups, swords, and pentacles. Wands represent creative and intellectual pursuits. Cups are all about relationships. Swords speak of change and conflict. And pentacles represent worldly possessions. Additionally, there are 22 cards that make up what's called the Major Arcana. The Major Arcana are the heavy hitters of the tarot deck, depicting characteristics and themes in life that propel us forward and hold us back. A good way to think about the Major versus Minor Arcana is this, when a Major Arcana card comes up in your readings, it symbolizes huge life moments, and the Minor Arcana are there to provide more depth and context in the reading.
0: Step three, do the card a day reading. This is the simplest kind of reading and the easiest way to start. You simply start your day by asking a question like, what do I need to know today as you shuffle the deck? Then cut the cards, pick a card, and look up the meaning of that card and hold that meaning as your lesson for the day. Step four, do
2: more sophisticated readings. Start by asking yourself a question that begins with who, what, when, why, or how. Spend a moment or two formulating your query, and make sure it's not a yes or no question. Once you've got it in your mind, repeat it out loud or internally as you shuffle the cards. Then, lay out your cards in one of the spreads from the book. You can do a year-ahead spread to see what the year has in store for you by drawing a card for each month of the year. You can do a common three-card spread to look at the past, present, and future aspects of your question. The
0: list of spreads goes on and on. Step 5 do readings with others. Kranz highly recommends getting readings done by professionals when you can. She says it's a great opportunity to ask lots of questions and learn from the way they handle and interpret their cards. The book also recommends getting readings done by your friends and doing readings for your friends to help all of you get clarity in your lives.
2: That's what the book says, and so that's what we did for two weeks straight.
0: All right, Jolenta. Let's hear about your first week of living by the Wild Unknown Tarot Deck and Guidebook. Oh, let's, Kristen. I'm so excited. I know you are excited. I don't think,
2: I don't think it comes as <laughs> any surprise to people that, like, I'm mildly experienced with tarot cards. I like them. Um, I'm, you know, a bit of a witch in my free time. You know, it goes tarot cards go well with, like, my sage and my candles and my crystals. Yes.
0: So this wasn't a new experience for you?
2: I was new to having my own deck but not new to the idea of tarot. All together.
0: Got it. Yeah. So how did you start things off then?
2: Well, I started off getting to know my deck, Kristen. I shuffled it. I cut it. I looked at every single card and read every description. I thought about how the pictures made me feel. And I started doing my card-a-day readings every morning. And how did that go? I liked it. Every morning, I'd shuffle my deck. I'd close my eyes. I'd think, what do I need to keep in mind today? And I would pull a card. And I'd let that card sort of like be my mantra for the day. But not everyone was on board with the advice I was getting, I noticed. Like who? Like this guy I live with, who is my <laughs> partner.
0: I knew it was gonna be Brad.
2: named Bras. Yes. Um yes. one morning in week one, he and I got into a fight first thing in the morning. Like we weren't even out of bed. I didn't even pull my card a day yet. Um I cannot even tell you what the fight was about. But I do know it ended with me yelling about how Brad needs to be more patient with me. Then I went and pulled my morning card. And weirdly, I interpreted that card to mean everyone should be patient with me today. (laughs) (laughs) So I told Brad about this discovery later in the day when we were getting on the subway together. And here are his thoughts on my interpretation. My tarot card today said that you should be patient with me.
1: After we got in a fight about my patience.
2: Yeah, right afterwards. You stacked the deck. I
0: don't <laughs> Oh, you did stack the deck. No. Literally. I like that punning, too. Ugh. More punning all the time. Maybe he did it just for you. Oh, I love it. But cut it out. Keep going. <laughs> ah, cut it. See, the no. Cards cut oh, my it.
2: God. I didn't even notice. That Uh-oh. was a good slash bad one. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Well, let's shuffle along here. Keep going.
2: So uh, he clearly thought I was maybe forcing meanings into the cards I was pulling every morning, and I can't fault him. He's probably right. It is really, really a big coincidence that I got in a fight about patience and while I was still mad, pulled a card that was like, Brad needs to be patient with me. Like, <laughs> I'm not in that much denial. Like, I forced some meaning, but it was still fun and it lightened the mood and got us talking in a more constructive way about our fight. So, oh,
0: that's good. Who knows?
2: who knows? Good. So moving on, I finished up week one by giving myself readings with tarot spreads in the book. And this was really fun to do turns out i love doing readings on myself no surprise nobody's surprised by that who's
0: listening to yeah and the
2: book doesn't say this but i would like sage the room i would light all my candles i would hold a crystal like it was really a wonderful wonderful part of my day but i was struggling to take the advice that i was getting even in my own readings listen i'm outside my building right now and this is what's happening That was me lighting a cigarette, but my card today was all about emotional awareness and not going back to emotional crutches, and I'm realizing now this seems applicable considering I have gone back to a shitty emotional crutch, which is poisonous cigarettes.
0: Very interesting. So you were taking what the cards said to you seriously enough to think they were giving you advice. Yes. And then you were completely not doing what the advice was. Also, yes. Does that mean that the cards are working for you or they're not working for you?
2: Well, I think that almost is more of a week two question, Kristen. So I'm going to hold off on answering that for now. I would really, really like to know how your first week went living
0: by the Wild Unknown Tarot deck and guidebook, though. (laughs) Okay. Well... Jalenta, I'm sure you will not be the least bit surprised to know that I went into this book with a fair amount of skepticism. Uh, what? <laughs> You're skeptical of tarot cards, Oh, mister? gosh. I, I mean, my throat chakras should tell me otherwise. But yes, I was very <laughs> reluctant about these cards. I've only had my cards read twice in my whole life. In both cases, it was a just funny thing to do. I was drinking. It was on a whim. It was with girlfriends. Once in London when I was a student. Once in New York just a couple years after I got here. And for me, that's all tarot was. It was just kind of a silly thing, like a party trick, not a way to improve your life. But of course, since we're living by this book, Mm -hmm. I gave it my best. Good. I started off by reading the book very closely. And fortunately, it's actually a super short book. But unfortunately, I felt from the get-go that it wasn't speaking to me. Take a listen to this audio diary. All right, I'm um only on page nineteen of the book, and already something is really throwing me off this um reference to the different types of families, the wands family, the cups family, the swords family, or the pentacles family um and they're describing what each of these kinds of families are, and it's saying that anybody who is in the wands family, has usually lighter skin and hair, and people in the Cups family usually have lighter skin and hair also, and already I'm feeling like, does that mean anybody like me who's not white is automatically going to be in a different family just because of my skin color and because of my hair color? And um, did the maker of these cards or the inventor of tarot not consider that people come in different colors just because they're ethnically different and it's all feeling a little bit weirdly like eugenic somehow reading this i i don't know um i'm gonna keep soldiering through but yeah that really 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 rubs me the wrong way
2: oh shit Kristen. Did you you not notice that? You just hardcore checked my privilege. I did not notice that reading. And I was like, yeah, like, if your reading is about a person and, like, all the wants come up, like, it's probably about, like, this blonde person or whatever. Like, oh, my God. That is truly just for like white people, where it's like color, hair color is the luck of the draw. Eye color is the luck of the draw. It's not for like, what about races what about of people that all have black of hair? Who- <laughs> oh my God, I feel so dumb. I you're mean, you're not dumb. I am also just another white girl who loves crystals
0: from Portland, Oregon. So <laughs> this wasn't supposed yeah. to be a check your privilege moment. It really no, wasn't. No, but
2: I didn't even think that I was reading it. I'm so sh- like, I'm so shocked and like disappointed in myself
0: that I didn't even think that. Well, you know what? Despite all of that, I did keep soldiering on, though. I do want you to know that didn't stop me there. I did not throw the book out the window. Good, good. Thank you. I kept going. And, of course, I had to then do step one, building Yay. a relationship with my cards, you know, holding them, shuffling them, and so on. But I have to say... Did you hold them like a baby? I screwed that up. What? My, my little hands could not... I could mm. not quite get them around the cards, and I couldn't shuffle them the way They're bigger she, than normal uh, playing cards. They're like twice the size of my I had trouble, cards. and I have
2: big, like, long witch fingers, and I had trouble.
0: <laughs> and I kept dropping them on the floor, and then I'm like, I think that's disrespectful. I don't think they're supposed to touch the ground. I did. And then... Whenever
2: I would drop one, I'd be like, is that a sign? Is that my card? Oh, no! Like, is it jumping out of the deck at me, or
0: like, am I just dropping these cards all the time? Oh, God. It was so bad. It was so bad. And you know what? Eventually, I'm like, my little hands can't do this, whatever. I'm just going to move on to step two. Just you and our president <laughs> having trouble holding those tarot cards. <laughs> we got little hands. We can't help it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Right. So... Step two, learning the meanings of the cards. And, oh, my God, there are a lot of cards and suits and arcanas. And even though the book says the cards are all numbered, they are not. Dean walked in on me trying to figure them all out. Here we are. Is this a a ritual or is this just you've unpacked a bunch and you're looking for the cutest pictures? I've unpacked them. I'm trying to find the numbered cards and I can't find numbers on a bunch of the cards. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm sure I'll figure it out. I just wish... You need to borrow my Dungeons and Dragons dice. <laughs> <laughs> Roll D20. What did you get? I got the chick. What does that mean? Everybody pick.
2: No. Oh, Dean. Bless <laughs> Dean. Also did not know Dean was into D&D. Love that about... Like, How did you oh, not know
0: that about I him? I didn't know.
2: But now that I think about it, like, he was made for role-playing games. Oh, yeah. Like, does he play?
0: Oh, yeah. We should totally get together some night. I've never
2: played. I just admire people who do.
0: Yeah. Well, I won't play either. I'll just drink margaritas while you guys play.
2: It's on. It's on, (laughs) Dean. Anyway, Kristen, I'm worried about you in week one. You can't hold the cards. You cannot find the numbers on the cards. Some of them aren't technically numbered. Why why did the book say they were numbered? I mean, they were. I think you're supposed to know when you get to the, what are they, the face cards? Like you're supposed to know that, like the mother is really the queen, but she doesn't explain that very well because it's supposed to be more like a normal deck of cards where everything is numbered. Yeah, so it's like a jack queen. There's a there's a page, knight, king, and queen are the actual major arcana um, like beings. Gosh. So, because of her interpretation of the deck, it made it more confusing for you. It sounds like
0: I was super confused. Yeah, I was. Really if it confused. were
2: normal, if it were normal face cards, I think it would have been a little more intuitive. Okay, okay. Did you ever get to actually doing a reading
0: in week one? I did actually. Good. good. <laughs> I did. By the end of week one, I made it to step three. That's the card a day reading. And, um, of course, I started by asking what's going to help me make the most of this day while I sloppily tried <laughs> to shuffle the cards. And here I am doing that while Dean looked on. Now I'm going to cut the cards once and turn over the top card. What do I need to focus on today? Oh, look, I got the fool, your favorite card, honey. Oh, that bird is so cute. You know what I need to focus on today is a little bird.
1: Apparently a little bird.
0: Well... It's the first card in the major arcana. So let's see, the fool says this is about spontaneity and innocence, and I'm gonna throw myself into this process, right? So it sounds like you were kinda having fun. Well, get this. Uh huh. Before I could even put the cards away, I got a call from my friend Matthew out of the blue asking if I wanted to be spontaneous. (gasps) What? And just meet him for lunch in five minutes with his innocent little kids, (gasps) spontaneity and innocence happened less than a minute after I did that reading. It's almost like your tarot card predicted the
2: future.
0: Okay, so, yes, that's exactly (laughs) what I thought. Yes. And that's why week two ended up being such a doozy for me. No, you're going to stop right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're going to make me wait
2: until my week two
0: before yes. you tell me this? Yes. Oh, you're yes. driving me nuts. Because it's time to take a break now, Jolenta. We'll Fine. get to week two after the break. You'll I'm find so out. impatient. I You'll need to know. Out. Maybe you should just summon those cards and find out what's going to happen in week two. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it during the break. Do you ever find yourself wading through your news feed on Facebook or Twitter, wishing you could just call someone up and ask, what do I really need to pay attention to here? Well, what if you could? I'm Mary Harris, the host of What Next, Slate's new daily news podcast. And every weekday morning, I'm going to be on call for you, taking you inside one story, going deep behind the headlines. What Next is news you're not going to get just scrolling through your phone. To listen, subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Okay, Jolenta, let's get to your second week of living by the wild unknown tarot deck and guidebook. How'd it go? So my
2: week two started really weird, Kristen. Right at the beginning of week two, I was diagnosed with ADHD. (laughs) Really? Yes. I I mean, not to sound ageist your but at this age? Yeah. Took us 31 years to figure that out. Oh. Yeah. So I've been feeling extra overwhelmed lately, and sort of like my anxiety medicine just isn't cutting it. Um, So my doctor thought maybe there's a different underlying issue. We never noticed, so she just sent me to a psychiatrist to get some tests done. And after, like, not too long a conversation, the psychiatrist was like, Oh, my gosh, you have ADHD. Like, you are testing off the charts.
0: Whoa. So, yeah, I mean, even though I can't speak for you, I'm just guessing like for myself, if I had some challenge that it would be really good to at least know what the cause of that challenge. Was. Right. So, right. Yeah. I mean, did you feel that way?
2: I think so. I didn't really know what to think at first. It took me a while to sort of process the information. So while I was processing, Kristen, I decided to get a professional reading over at my neighborhood tarot reader. I
0: know you did. Of course you did, Jolanta. Of course. I was of just course. living by the book, Kristen. Yes, yes. Oh my
2: gosh. So I went to see her, and almost immediately she started telling me about how a new discovery was going to change how I see and treat myself.
0: Oh my God, was that like yeah. in the major I arcana was like, and the minor arcana?
2: <laughs> I got so many major arcana cards, it would blow your mind. Um, But seriously, she took this doctor's diagnosis and really contextualized it for me in a way that made things less sort of clinical and scary and just a lot more validating. You know, we talked about my childhood and how everything was going to shift and I would see myself in a new light. And it was like very freeing.
0: Mm, So it helped. Yeah. And um, how did you end week two? Well,
2: since I was loving my own readings so much, Kristen, I decided I'd pay it forward and give my friend a reading.
0: Nice. Yeah.
2: So my friend Michelle got out of a very serious long-term relationship not too long ago. And uh, I'm just going to put it mildly. The relationship had a very, very strange shocking and abrupt end. Mm, I think I know about this one. Yes. There was deception involved. It, yeah, it, was, like it was really it was bad. A very, very bad. once once we learned what was going on, it was a dark situation. Mm. So I decided to shed some light on that dark situation, Kristen, Ooh. and I gave her a clarity reading to look at what's going on in her love life. And she loved it. She laughed, she cried, it was a journey. And here's what she had to say after I read her cards. I think that when you have been through some really hard shit that mm-hmm. you don't fully understand yeah and that you can't understand um, you seek out any other ways to get some form of comfort mm-hmm. and um, I definitely do believe in some like you know spiritual energetic mm-hmm. Extra right parts right. of this life that we cannot quite articulate and pin down. Um, so I like the sort of magical. I feel do too. No, I it. know it's fun. It's like if I'm gonna like find a mantra for today or whatever, it might as well like yeah be extra fun, right? Yeah, it feels. I mean, I mean, it feels particularly exciting when when it's like, yeah, this is really like hitting the nail on the head of what's yeah. happening in my life right now. Like, and then it feels it does. It feels really cool. Yeah.
0: Oh, that is Yay. so nice. I love what she had to say. And are you sure, though, that hitting the nail on the head doesn't have partly to do with you just being a good friend and caring? Oh, about I'm her? sure
2: it has to do with me knowing way too much about her life and being able to, like, read way too much into these cards and just give her sort of my own advice on the situation. But she's similar to me, seems to also just like the ritual, like... We like candles and crystals, both of us. That's why we're friends. So, you know, when she came over to my house and I had just saged and all the candles were going and, like, crystals were out on the table, like, it was just nice to be able to like, give her that atmosphere and to, like, give her some relief from all of the anguish she's always sort of turning over and over in her head, you know?
0: Well, you're a good friend. Thank it sounds you. like she felt a lot better Yeah, afterwards. I would
2: say if I gave her joy whether or not, you know, we were reading our own meaning into it and we got to have a, like, really beautiful discussion about her love life. So, I'd say my week two ended on a very high note. Nice. Um, you have to tell me about your week two. What happened? Do you believe tarot tell the future?
0: <laughs> so let's just get back to that. Mm-hmm. Having my cards tell me the future, I have to say, in a way that was really fun. Yeah. But more than anything, it made me feel super weird. And it kind of freaked me out. Really? Because all I could think is, if a good card can be so accurate and come true within a minute what if I draw a bad card next I mean half the deck looks pretty scary if you ask me so Mm -hmm.
2: yeah it gets dark looking
0: yeah it does so I was a little bit freaked out yeah what did you do well I didn't quit good (laughs) that is definitely what I was wondering We're like this is too powerful I'm out (laughs) I don't know
2: I don't know
0: No, I kept it going. I decided to keep the card a day ritual happening every morning. But because I was so scared of the cards, I came up with this elaborate morning ritual so that I'd be at my highest energy level right before I would draw a card each morning. What does that mean? I listened to incredibly loud pop music. I danced. I sang along. I yelled things like a scared monkey with a gun to my head. I was freaked out superstitious, crazy. I was a nutcase. Oh, my gosh. Did the dancing and music help? No. It pretty much ruined every morning for me. I'd either be incredibly relieved when I got a good card and mm-hmm. then feel stupid for putting so much weight into that card, or I'd get a bad card and then worry all morning about what bad thing was going to happen to me for the rest of the day.
2: Wow. So this is supposed to be fun and positive. That's what the books. <laughs> and you know, you've looked at the meanings, and like, even if a card's scary... It doesn't mean it's going to come true, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. She says they don't predict the future in the book. But
0: they did. I don't know. I guess I'm now I'm going down your rabbit hole, aren't I? Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I mean, honestly, I couldn't think of any questions to ask the cards that wouldn't upset me more than the mm-hmm. daily card reading. Like the daily card reading is just what do I need to get through this day or what yeah, should I be yeah, aware yeah. of today? But Any complex questions beyond that just freaked me out because what if I ask you a very intimate question about my marriage or about my work life or about my family or my friendships and then I draw a bad card? I don't want to deal with that. Right. So did you try
2: the other spreads in the book or did you read someone else? Like what?
0: All right. So... Remember how I asked you to give me the name of your tarot card reader? (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. How was that? Did you go? So she wrote to me the day before I was supposed to meet with her and told me she had to cancel on me because she was sick. (gasps) And I was like, well, that's another bad sign. Oh, my gosh. Shit's just getting real. (laughs) Nothing good is happening. You know people get sick and it's like
2: cold and flu season and like, I don't think it's a sign.
0: I know, but that's how I felt. But These cards were freaking me out. (laughs) Then the tarot card reader doesn't even want to meet with me. So, yeah, things were... Pretty tense. I was very wound up, as really? Cameron can attest to. He sits two seats away from me at mm-hmm. work, and he saw me every day walking into work incredibly tense every single day while I was living by these cards and this book. Um, fortunately, though, my coworker, Bettina, mm-hmm. uh, I talked to her about this, and she said she had a good friend who's actually a professional tarot card yes. reader. Yes, Bettina. Her name is Lauren Cucinata. She has a business called Casual Sorcery. She's a what? totally legit tarot card reader and she agreed to see me for an emergency reading that is
2: amazing i need to like live at casual sorcery or whatever (laughs) like i live in their office now i don't know (laughs) so how how did your reading go
0: all right let's hear a little bit of that reading and let the tape speak for itself
1: i mean these cards are all like these really happy emotions When I look at the deck, it's like, this is nice. There's nothing conflicted here. You have two sixes. It feels like everything's in balance, and, like, this is, like, a wish come true. Oh. So, and then that makes sense, because this is this, like, ten of pentacles that is, this is, like, about a home, and this is about building a very stable life together. It's, like, reaching monetary and also, like, physical success. So I think overall, I mean, I feel like it's a very nice spread. You have new opportunities, you're feeling good, you've learned stuff like things are going to be good for you. I don't feel any conflict at this point.
2: Um, That sounds like an amazing reading. That's it so beautiful. Was. I love her voice. I love her energy. Like, that sounds like a wonderful experience. Was it?
0: It <laughs> was. I have to say, it felt so good talking with her. Mm-hmm. She spent more than half an hour with me just easing my anxieties, only seeing good things in the cards, Yay. assuring me everything was going to be fine. She also told me it didn't matter how I shuffled my deck of cards. She uh, also told me my. Well, all sorts my of friend told me to just
2: shuffle it like normal card, like yeah. normal playing card, like shuffle and bridge. She like, said you don't thing. have to yeah.
0: cut the cards. She says it doesn't matter if someone buys the cards for you if you buy them for yourself. Which I know there are superstitions around yeah, that. Yeah, there's some like made up rules about that. Yeah, and she was just so relaxed about it. And she said every card is full of opportunity. Nothing should be seen as sad. Mm-hmm. And it just eased my anxiety so much Yay, over everything nice. I was experiencing in the last two weeks. Um, is that where you ended week two? Um, I didn't quite end there. I very casually tried to do some of the other formations in the book, but I mean very casually. I mm-hmm. dealt the cards. I took some photos. I said, I'll look at these later. I'm not going to get too wound up about them. But mostly what I took away at the end of week two was I'm really glad that I saw Lauren and she mm-hmm. helped talk me down from the ledge because nice. I was getting <laughs> nice. really scared of those cards. I good, really was. good.
2: <laughs> I very much want to hear your verdict, but it is not time for that. No,
0: it's not <laughs> quite verdict oh, time. No, I just, no, no. I have
2: so many thoughts. I have so many questions I want to ask you. Like, I just, I need to know. Yeah, but, but first, first we need to take a break. And we need to remind you guys that we want to hear from you. Have you lived by the wild unknown? Are you a tarot reader? Do you believe you can tell the future? Share your story with us at buythebook at panoply.fm or leave us a voicemail at 505-510-BOOK.
0: Hey guys, we want to give a special shout out this week to one of our new favorite podcasts, Unladylike. Want to find out what happens when women break society's unwritten and totally BS rules? Subscribe to Unladylike right now in your podcast app and find out.
2: This is a new podcast from Stitcher, and in Unladylike, the hosts, Kristen and Caroline, are funny, research-obsessed feminists who set out to answer a question in each episode. Everything from how to pay for an abortion to why women get catcalled when riding
0: bikes. In the most recent episode of Unladylike, Kristen and Carolyn actually explore something that might be of interest to folks who've listened to our most recent episode of By the Book. They look into witchcraft. What is it? Who are all these people who are starting small businesses around witchcraft? Are these witchcraft professionals actually the real deal, or are they something more sinister?
2: Subscribe to Unladylike in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen
0: to your favorite shows. All right, Jolenta. It is that time, the time we get down to business, our verdict time. Yay. Did the Wild Unknown tarot deck and guidebook actually work? Would we recommend it? Okay. You're
2: going to make me go first, aren't you? Of course I am. (laughs) Yes. I want to hear your verdict. So here is my verdict. I'm going to guess it. Mm. You love this. I loved the book. <laughs> it was a fun read. The illustrations are beautiful. But. <gasps>
0: There's a but. It's kind of just a fun party trick.
2: That's how oh, I felt. Oh.
0: Yeah. That goes back to how I was feeling at the at very the beginning. beginning of this whole process. I know. Process. I wanted
2: to say something then, but I'm I was like, so I can't surprised. give away my verdict. Wow. Yeah. Like, I like the picture. Like, I enjoy it. It was fun. And I'm definitely going to use those cards again. But. It did not change my life. It didn't get me to stop smoking. It helped me rationalize being sort of a shit to Brad, you know? (laughs) It helped me contextualize my diagnosis, but I think I could have come to that on my own. I bet if you would have just talked to Brad, you would have felt the same way. I think if I would have just gone to Brad and not the tarot reader right away, I would have had the same discovery. Mm -hmm. Probably. But she's the one I saw first that day. So (laughs) it felt magical. And it was nice. And I like... I like that the cards sort of tell you what you want to hear because you're the one doing the interpretation, you, you, you know, but it's like <laughs> I loved the thing I loved the most was the rituals of all the setting up, which is just how I like to have my house. I really
0: can just play Settlers of Catan if we want yeah, to. I was set like, up I have Catan. I can put crystals out
2: for that. Like, yeah, wouldn't surprise anyone. <laughs> but um, I really loved the joy it gave my friend, too, which I feel like makes it like, the nicest party trick ever. Like, I definitely want to get better at understanding the deck without having to refer to the book just so I can read my friends and, like, they really like it. A lot of my friends are like me. We all want to light candles and, like, have a mystical night over wine. But, again, it's a mystical night over wine while we're also, like, bitching about our jobs and, like, just being friends. Hmm. So I don't think it was life-changing for me at all. So I'm going to say, like, I don't recommend it as a self-help book, but I recommend the shit out of it for fun.
0: Wow. Yeah, but as far as self-help
2: goes, like, it did not change my life at all.
0: That was not what I expected to hear. I
2: know. It's not what I expected to say either. I expected I was going to be like, I am a priestess now. I
0: know. And you were pushing so hard for this book. I was. No, you were like, we'll shift all the
2: books around. I was like, but regardless, tarot stays.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was like,
2: this book will change my life. And I'm going to be like a high priestess who understands the universe. But instead, I'm like, no, I'm me. And I have like a fun party trick that makes my friends really Really happy.
0: Hmm. Well, I like that. I like that good, that's your verdict. Good. Even yeah. though it's very surprising, it seems very balanced Thank to Thank you.
2: Thank you. I'm surprised by it too. <laughs> Believe
0: me. um I have to hear your verdict. What do you think? All right. So this book was not good, or I should say, it was not good for me. There it we gave go. newbies like me no history or context yeah. for the cards it said things that seemed kind of mildly racist the cards weren't numbered in a way where i could follow them even though the book said that they were numbered in a way i would understand them i wondered more than once also am i co-opting someone else's religion mm. because they had no context for that about in the, the book about the history
2: of tarot yeah or where it so came i had from. no yeah. idea
0: i'm like oh it's mentioning a celtic cross here what does a celtic cross have to do with this is this someone's religion i had no idea yeah yeah and i didn't quite understand what I was supposed to be getting out of them. And so I projected the worst. Yeah, And that was pretty easy to do since a lot of the pictures and interpretations actually seem pretty scary. Yeah. And I really felt on edge. The whole time I was living by this book, it brought out the absolute worst in me. It turned me into a superstitious I monster. I had no idea that was in you. Are you superstitious? I'm not normally superstitious, but when my mind doesn't understand something, it just sometimes goes to kind of weird places.
2: Very dark places.
0: Yeah. The, this particular, I mean, maybe if it was a different book and a different deck. Yeah, if now it was I'm more wondering. Thorough, I wish like,
2: I wish there was more of a, a traditional Deck, but this is the number one book. bestseller. No, it is all... a New York Times yes, bestseller. It is huge. the most popular tarot deck and guidebook. Yes, and the guidebook is. I am now realizing <laughs> if you have no background in tarot,
0: very vague. It was just too confusing, and, yeah. and and I I think I needed a longer, more thorough book. I will say though, I loved that reading from Lauren. She
2: sounds incredible. Like I need her. I need her info. Like I'm going to totally that. put yeah. her
0: contact information yes. in the show notes yes. because. The way Lauren read my cards, it almost felt like she was giving me a Rorschach test. Like, Mm -hmm. here are some things. These are the things I think about when I look at these cards. And because she talked with me about 15 minutes before we even started reading the cards, she had a sense of either what I wanted to hear or she knew a little bit about me in my life. So that she could look at the cards and say, look, this happy couple is you. Look, all of these pentacles are because you got promoted in the last couple months. And this is a good thing. And this home is because I know you just moved Mm. A month ago. I mean, it could Mm -hmm. be for a number of different reasons that she read the cards as she did. Mm. And if I hadn't told her those things before we sat down...
2: Yeah, would, she have would read that reading have gone completely? that way? I, I'm not sure if
0: it would have, but because she was so kind and so good about it, and she was very compassionate and wanted to make sure I wasn't worried about them, yeah. she could tell Did I was you tell her job. you were
2: you were yeah. scared of the cards. Yeah, yeah I that's told her. Good.
0: But she was a very nurturing professional, mm-hmm. and so I just think if I'm going to do tarot cards again, I'm going to either have to either a Go back to that old mindset I used to have, like, this is just a fun thing to do. I'm drunk and it's Piccadilly yes. Circus and I'm living in London and I'm 20 and I'm just going to do this because it's fun. Or I have to go to a professional right. like her in the same way that I would talk to any friend when I'm having a problem and just right. say, I need to kind of just talk about a problem that I already know I have, bounce mm-hmm. those yeah. issues can off of you. Yeah, can we bounce
2: some stuff off each other? You might help yeah. me see a different perspective.
0: Yeah, but I don't think I'll be reading my own cards again. They're just too powerful They're for too you. They're too powerful. And I don't know what to do with the cards now because I don't think I'm allowed to throw them out either. No. We should give them to Cameron. Cam, you want my <laughs> cards? Sure. Yes. Yay. Yay. They have a good home. And the verdict is Cameron gets my tarot cards. Yay.
2: And that's it for this episode of Buy the Book. Our producer and new owner of a deck of lightly used tarot cards is Cameron Drews.
0: Our managing producer is Mia Lobel, who will never need tarot cards because she's sensible and knows better. It's
2: true. Thanks also to our composer, Nate Wida, and to Andy Bowers at Panoply,
0: who loved to party with some tarot cards. Mm-hmm. It's a fun party game for them. <laughs> Please stay in touch. Let us know if you've read The Wild Unknown and how it worked or did not work for you, and send us any questions or suggestions for future books for us to live by. Our
2: email address is book at panoply.fm, and you can tweet at us at Jalenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at buythebookpod. Don't forget to leave us a voicemail if you'd
0: like at 505 505- 510 book. And as always we love it when you rate and review us in Apple Podcasts. It helps other people to find the show. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Until next time, I'm Jolenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Stop. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Well, let's shuffle along here. Keep going. I, oh, shuffle <laughs> along? It's so good. It's so Do good. not encourage that, Cameron.
2: <laughs> I, I'm putting you in the discard pile.
0: Oh, cut it out. Shh, stop
2: it. You already <laughs> used that pun. That's true. Cameron, make her stop. There's nothing
0: I can do. I I'm just trying to spread the love. Life doesn't have a pause button. That's why Capella University's FlexPath learning format lets you set your own deadlines and adjust them if something comes up. Imagine how a flexible
1: education can make a difference for you at capella.edu.